Today, we go on to discuss from the speech of Shaykh Nashaykh Rabi' ibn Hadi al-Madkhali, Hafidahullah. His speech and his ta'aliq, his commentary upon some of the ayat and Surah Al-Waqi'ah. And he goes on to mention... He goes on to mention that the nurse of people, Surah Al-Waqi'ah, Allah Ta'ala mentions a taqseem. The people are divided into different types based upon the sa'ada wal ashqiyah, based upon them having an abode or a life an eternal life of happiness or wretchedness. Allah Ta'ala makes this taqseem, makes taqseem upon three, there's three groups. And so it's mentioned, Ashab al-Yameen, Wasabiqoon, Ashab al-Jahim. These three groups, Ashab al-Yameen, people that are placed upon the right, Wasabiqoon, those that compete to strive with one another in terms of the righteous actions and Ashab al-Jaheem are individuals that have the abode of the hellfire وبين الله تبارك وتعالى جزاء السابقين المقربين ومقربين وذكر ما لهم من الجمال والقصور إلى آخره هذا قسم الأول المقربون هم السابقون السابقون خيرات في ميدان العقيدة ومنهج ودعوة وبذل في سبيل الله وجهاد والعمل بالمعروف والنهي عن المنكر so this group those that are the sabiqun they are those that strive to do the righteous action this first group they strive to do these righteous actions and they strive in righteous actions in the affair of aqidah, manhaj, da'wah, exerting themselves in the way of Allah, ta'ala, fighting in the way of Allah, enjoying the good and forbidding the evil. Sabbaqoon ila kulli khayrat. Wahumu sabiqoon fil jannat, wahum fi a'laj al-jinnat. And these are the individuals that will be competing one another in terms of gender. And competing one another in terms of attaining the highest levels of gender. And 
يتسامى ويتسامحون في شيء في المباحات والمكروهات هؤلاء دون دون تلك المرتبه ولكنهم في النعيم المقيم عليه هفد اصحاب اليمين those that follow them are the Ashab al-Yameen. These are the individuals that have a degree of tawassut. They're in the middle one, in between the, the three groups. They're in the middle of the three groups. They are those that establish the obligations. And they stay away from the muharramat. Now, however, they allow and they have leniency when it comes to the mubahat, the things that are permissible, or the makruhat, the things that are disliked. So this group are doing the tilka martaba. So they're lesser than the first group. They're lesser than the first group. The sahabi kulum khairat. However, they are in the na'im al maqir They're in that blessed abode, the jannah. I saw here, barakallahu fikum. This is a point, as a, as a ta'aliq, upon the ta'aliq of the shaykh, if you like. It's important to understand what are the definitions of these ahkam, ahkam sharia, and so when it comes to the first, the first of them, there's five of them. The first of them is wajib, naam or fard, and this is if the person does the action, then they're rewarded, and if they leave it off, then they may be susceptible to harm or may be susceptible to punishment. So they're blameworthy. This is the wajib. As for these first two groups, they establish the wajib. As for the first group, they compete with each other for the wajib. They don't to do wajib and righteous action. As for the second group, then they suffice with the wajib. The second from his ahkam is mustahab. Mustahab, anyone know what mustahab means? In terms of its definition? That's, the, that's his translation, if you like. Desirable is not a translation. If you don't do it, if you don't do it, you're not blameworthy. However, if you do it, you're rewarded. Now, this is the difference between mustahab and wajib. Wajib, if you do it, you're rewarded. If you don't do it, you're blameworthy. Mustahab, if you don't do it, there's no blame upon you. However, if you do it, you're still rewarded. Now, then after that, you have the third, which is mubah, which is, anyone know? Mubah, which is generally permissible. What, 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 how would we define Mubah? Leave or all. So if you do it, you're not rewarded. If you leave it, you're not, you're not blameworthy for it either. Then you have that which is Makro. Makro, the fourth. If you leave it, you're rewarded. If you do it, you're not, you're not blameworthy for it. And you have the fifth and final, which is Haram. And haram, in terms of definition, is if, is if, is what, sorry? If you do it, you're blameworthy. If you leave it, you're rewarded. And so it's important to understand these five ahkam in light of these, these groups. That this first group, they strive for the, for the wajibat and they strive in the mustahabbat. They strive and they compete with one another in terms of these righteous actions. This is the first of the group. And then they, they compete with one another to attain the higher levels of Jannah. This is the first group. The second group, they still attain Jannah. However, their himma, that which they focus on is the wajib. They say they focus on the wajib and they stay away from the 
haram. However, they may allow that which is mubah and they may allow that which is makruh. But they stay away from the haram. Hence, due to the fact that they adhere to their obligations and they stay away from that which is haram, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses them with the genital na'im. And then you have the third group. And in the third group, we are the billah, the martaba, the thalitha. Then this is the ashab al-shimal, the kuffar al-ashqiya. And ashab al-shimal, those that are upon the abode on the left-hand side. And Allah Ta'ala mentioned the relation to them. Fi sumumun wa hamim wa villin min tahmin yamin min yahmum afram. La baridin wa la kareem. Innahum kanu kabla thalika mutrafeen. Wa kanu yusirruna ala hinfil azim. وَكَانُوا يَقُولُونَ إِذَا بِتْنَا وَكُنَّا تُرَابًا وَإِذَامًا أَإِنَّا لَمَبْعُوثُونَ وَأَبَاؤُنَا الْأَوَّلُونَ And so these individuals, they are individuals that are in the abode of the fire and boiling water. And that these are the individuals that are underneath a shadow of smoke. Where there is no coolness for them, nor any ease upon them. And indeed, they are individuals that before that lived in an abode of luxury. And they would traverse upon great sin. They would traverse upon great sin before that. And they will state. That if we were to die, would we become from those individuals that end up as dust and our bones become dust before we are resurrected? And likewise the affair of our forefathers. I this is the this is the the description of Allah of these individuals, this third group. By those that have the abode of the Jahannam, that their jaza of these Ashqiya, Al Mutrafil, Al Mukadibin, the Rusul, these individuals that are lived in luxury, however, they have an abode now of <coughs> wretchedness. And then this is the jaza, this is the recompense for their denial of the messengers. Wahada jaza'uhum. This is their this is their recompense. Kanu fit dunya Nam Mahabibin Nam Mulimin Mutrifin Mukbilin Allah Shahwatihim. And these were the individuals that in the dunya they lived a life of luxury. They lived a life of luxury. They indulged in the dunya. They were individuals. That accepted and were forthcoming with their desires. Anything that the desires were in the corners with, they went with. And this is the abode of these individuals. And they were individuals, whilst they were muqbilin ala shahwatihim, they were mu'ridin al-haq. They were individuals that turned away from the truth. 
So that which they wanted and that which they accepted were the affairs of their desires. That which they rejected was the affair of the haqq. And there was the, that which they rejected likewise and that which they denied were the messengers. And so Allah Taala sends upon them this jaza, this recompense, and this consequence of al adab al-shadid, sends upon them this affair of this punishment, and this severe punishment upon them. And Shaykh mentions thereafter, نَسْأَلَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ أَنْ يُثَبِّتَنَا وَإِيَّاكُمْ عَلَىٰ دِينِهِ الْحَقِّ So we ask Allah Taala that He makes us firm, likewise yourselves, and a deen al-haqq, and upon the original truth. And so thus, one point again here to mention, just upon the dua of the Shaykh, he mentions, نَسْأَلَ اللَّهُ أَنْ يُثَبِّتَنَا وَإِيَّاكُمْ نعم, That may Allah Taala bless us, or make us firm rather, and then you upon the truth. And this is from the adab of du'a. From the mannerisms of du'a is that the da'i, the one that is supplicating to Allah, ta'ala, he makes du'a for himself first and foremost. And thereafter for the other individual. For those that are, whoever is making du'a for after that. So this is from the, from the etiquette of du'a. That the person first and foremost makes du'a for himself. Thereafter anyone else. As mentioned by Ahlul And from them, Sheikh Zayn mentions this as well. That the way that a person makes du'a, he makes du'a for himself. We've been commanded, save yourselves and your families from the fire. And so we no doubt, we must, from, from this is, we seek this affair of khayr for ourselves first and foremost, and then khayr for others as well, outside of that. And so hence, this is why the Shaykh mentions this dua, uh, this particular seerah, this particular wording. And he asks Allah Ta'ala to make us from his awliya, from the awliya of Allah, and from those that follow the Rusul, in everything that they came from Khair. And because there's not a prophet that came except that he warned his Ummah, he warned his respective Ummah from any evil that was for them, any evil that was that was made for them. And he directed them to good, that which he knew were good for them. And so our Prophet وسلم, he directed us to good, that which he knew of good, he directed us to that. And he warned us against every form of evil that may harm us in our deen and in our dunya, And so he, no doubt, was an example for us. He, was an example for us. And no doubt, we hope or that by way of his dua and his, his da'wah for us, towards us, is a means of great reward. And that the one that follows that attains great reward. And so here, Barakallahu Fikr, the Shaykh has described these three groups 
And he's mentioned these three groups as mentioned by Allah Taala in this in this ayat, in order to for us to understand that as individuals we should always strive to be from the best and so upon us no doubt is we should strive to be from that first group those that are the sabiqun those that are striving towards good and righteous actions those that compete with one another towards doing right towards doing righteous actions towards and to the extent that when you compete with one another towards doing righteous actions then as a, a reward of that or as a result of that, you will find that these same individuals in the Allah will be competing with in reaching and attaining the higher levels of Jannah. And so that's not what we want. This is no doubt what we want for ourselves. That we want to reach these higher levels of Jannah. And so this only occurs by way of our actions, that action that we put forth, Barakallahu Fikr. And so this is the first group that's mentioned. The second group that is mentioned, no doubt, is that group which is Ashab al those that will enter Jannah, likewise. How they will enter Jannah and they are lesser than that first group. They're lesser than the first group, why? Because they made their focus only upon the halal or the wajibat. They made their focus only upon the wajibat. And they did not give as much attention to the mustahabbat and the fudul of the affairs. However, the fact that they made their affair clear and they were clearly upon that which is halal, that which was from the wajibat, they left off that which is haram. This is still a praiseworthy state to be in. And then you have the third group. That third group, the Billah, is those individuals that leave off and deny the message of the messengers. A messenger comes to them, they deny his message. The messenger comes to them, and the, the, the Dalil comes to them, the Burhan comes to them, and they deny that which they come with. And no doubt we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from that. And so we seek no doubt. These, these ayats and these texts such as these are, are there for us as an encouragement for us. So that we take heed of these, of these things. And we reflect upon these things. And we ask ourselves that we, that we, and we, reflect, and we reflect upon ourselves and we ask ourselves, which one do we really want to be from? And how much are we striving to be from that group we want to be from? What are we putting forth? And so no doubt, alhamdulillah, texts such as these are no doubt an encouragement for us as Ahlul Sunnah. Encouragement for us as Ahlul Sunnah. Why? Because Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah give presence to the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu And these individuals are those that follow, first and foremost, follow their message, their respective messengers. And then when they follow those messengers, they took on that which they were commanded with and strove in those righteous actions in that regard. And so no doubt we should seek to be from those individuals. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Barakallahu feekum ikhwa. Wa jazakum allahu khaira. Wa sallallahu wa barak ala nabina Muhammad. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين